All right. Welcome back to the Chris Beesmore Sports Podcast. I was trying to get this show recorded earlier to give a little bit of a post game with UK versus LSU. I did not get to that moment, sadly, but now I'm finally doing it, even though it's been almost 24 hours since the game. But I'm glad UK got the win. UK, they won 71 to 66 against LSU last night. And of course, they were struggling in the first half. They were down 31 to 23. They could get no offense going at all. They could not be. They could not attack the paint at all. They were struggling with. Uh, I believe the defense was a one-three-one. I could be wrong for LSU, but literally they could not get to the rim at all. And then uh, whenever they were getting shots, they were terrible shots for Kentucky. But luckily, like I said, they were able to come back and win in the second half. That second half, they looked so much better compared to that first half. Not until the very end, though. That The very end of that second half where they almost choked and they almost lost the game because they were doing a full-court press and UK couldn't handle it and they couldn't get the ball in bounds. But like I said, I'm happy UK was able to come back after the first half and win this game, especially without Ty Ty Washington and Sophia Wheeler with both stars out. And they may be out Saturday as well against Arkansas. Coach Cal, he's not for sure if uh, they'll play at all. But like I said, if we're winning against Alabama and then also against LSU without our two top guards, that means a lot. Even though, yes, they are home games, but winning without two of your top guards, that's big time. And then uh, with them, like I said, with them winning the past two games without their top guards, if we uh, can get a win at Arkansas on Saturday without our guards, I think we will make a deep run in this uh, NCAA tournament. Knock on wood, no injuries, you know, or anything. But like I said, we still have to finish up the regular season strong. We only have one more home game left. So Kentucky has a chance uh, to go undefeated at home this year, which would be huge. Um, but like I said, we still need to finish out the season strong. Hopefully we can get that second seed in the SEC tournament and possibly even a one seed uh going into the NCAA tournament. I think it just depends on what happens. If Kentucky, like I said, can win out in the regular season and then win out with their SEC tournament, Kentucky, yes, they have a likely chance of being that number one seed going into the NCAA tournament. And I think this year it will be a fun ride. I mean, we have all these uh, upperclassmen coming in this year. Like, we have so many upperclassmen. I mean, Xavier Wheeler, upperclassman, Davion Mintz, upperclassman, Jacob Toppin, upperclassman, Oscar Sheeway, Kellen Grady. Our team is loaded with upperclassmen, and I think that was one of the reasons why we uh, succeeded so much this, uh, this year so far. We didn't have freshmen coming in, uh, not many sophomores. So, I mean, like I said, our our uh, team is made up of mainly upperclassmen, and I think that's why we're succeeding so much. But let's get back into the uh, UK game a little bit more with last night against LSU. So Xavier Pinson had 16 of his 26 points in the first half. We could not stop Xavier Pinson at all last night in the first half. And the main problem why LSU lost was they could not make their layups or close range shots. I mean, they struggled with that at the very beginning of the game. And then Xavier Pinson at the very end against LSU and UK, he had a chance to, I don't know what the score was, but he had a chance to, I think, cut the game down to 
one point because we couldn't stop the full court press that they had. We couldn't get the ball inbounded. And luckily, Xavier Pinson, he missed the layup because if he makes that layup, I think Kentucky's only up one. But instead, uh, he misses the layup. UK gets the rebound, and then they get fouled. And UK then, I think, makes both of, both of their free throws. And that's what really, like, made UK make sure they won that game last night. Uh, but then you all know Kentucky, we had four players in uh, double digits last night, including Oscar Sheway, Kellen Grady, Davion Mintz, and then Bryce Hopkins. Yesterday was the Bryce Hopkins game for sure. He went off for 13 points in 16 minutes. That's insane. Clearly, scoring 13 points in 16 minutes, not many players can do that. Uh, I know I couldn't do that with college ball. I mean, I'm a great three-point shooter. Uh, I'm a great three-point shooter. And then also a uh, – and I also play defense. But, yeah, I cannot probably score 13 points in high school ball, to say the least. But I'm proud of what uh, kept, what Bryce Hopkins did for the team. Everybody stepped up in a major way. Oscar Sheway always getting his points and rebounds. Kellen Grady, even though he cannot shoot the ball well, I think he went, what, 0 for 3, 0 for 4 from the three-point line. He couldn't get a bucket from the three-point line, but he was able to attack the rim, get floaters, layups to fall for him. And that's the main thing. If your shot isn't falling, either pass the ball or attack the rim. And that's what Kellen Grady did last night. But I think one of my favorite quotes from last night was whenever Bryce Hopkins was being interviewed after the game and basically uh the reporter asked him uh how the players have been like have been able to cheer him up and uh Bryce and Bryce Hopkins had this to say about what Davion Mitz uh said to him constantly so I'll play that quote for y'all here it is you know it feels good I mean they always are encouraging me especially when I wasn't seeing the minutes that I wanted to they were just telling me to stay ready um, as Kyle was saying, just stay ready for my opportunity that's going to come. You know, Davion Mintz told me um, it can't rain forever. The sun has to shine someday. So I took that quote um, that he said, and um, I took that into advantage, and today was the day. So I thought that quote meant a lot because Davion Mintz kept telling Bryce Hopkins this. Like I said, the quote said, it can't rain forever. The sun has to shine someday. And like I said, Bryce Hopkins was probably – frustrated this year he hasn't got a lot of playing time and then in the minutes he has got playing time he hasn't produced the best but I'm glad he was able to show showcase his talent last night in a big game against LSU because Kentucky they lost to LSU on the road 65 to 60 the last time they played so getting that win getting that revenge against LSU was nice and I'm just happy for uh, Bryce Hopkins and UK and hopefully UK can continue this winning streak and maybe get the one seed in the SEC tournament. It just depends on if Auburn loses and if UK can win out because that would be huge. But now let's talk a little bit about Kentucky football before I uh, end this podcast. So two things I'm going to bring up. So right now, Kentucky is looking for a new offensive coordinator after Liam Cohen left UK to obviously accept the position of being an offensive coordinator with the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, who had turned that opportunity down. Like I said, there was a rumor apparently he turned down the New Orleans Saints offer and the Miami Hurricanes offer. I'm pretty sure it was to be an offensive coordinator for both teams. He turned it down because he had a feeling that he was going to probably get offered the Los Angeles Rams job, and he did. 
and he accepted the job. I mean, he was a QB's coach for the Rams, and then he went to UK to be the offensive coordinator. Now he's going to be the offensive coordinator for the uh, Rams. Uh, but to get to the point, I brought this up in my last podcast that Liam Cohen is going to the Rams. But basically, to get to the point, uh, so Kentucky is looking for a new offensive coordinator, but uh, Liam Cohen is helping Kentucky out right now and trying to find the next offensive coordinator. And apparently Kentucky has interviewed at least four people for the open offensive coordinator position. And each person has had a conversation with quarterback Will Levis after each interview, which is huge because Kentucky's trying to find the right guy. So being able to have Liam Cohen still approve of the right offensive coordinator and then also each uh, person who uh, has interviewed for the uh, offensive coordinator position has also talked to the starting QB and Will Levis. So those those two things are a key factor right now. And one of the reasons why, though, the Jets QB coach Rob Calabrese is a front runner for the UK's offensive coordinator position is because Liam Cohen apparently recommended Calabrese to Kentucky. So from what I've been hearing is uh, the Jets QB coach Calabrese could be the next offensive coordinator for UK. I could be wrong, but... Right now, Liam Cohen approves of it. And if Liam Cohen approves of it, I mean, why not UK? I mean, nobody knew who uh, Liam Cohen was uh, last year before he accepted the job at UK. People were like, who is this guy? And he turned the season around, as I talked about in the last podcast. And I'm glad he was here for one season. Obviously, I think Liam Cohen wanted to stay a couple more seasons than one year at UK. But when the job opportunity arises, you have to accept it to further, you know, your career, money, money-wise. That's what I would do if I was Liam Cohen. Get offered a better job, I would leave too, and that's what he's going to do. And maybe Liam Cohen will eventually be a, be a NFL head coach one day. But we'll see what happens with Liam Cohen. We'll see what happens with the uh, UK because I do want to find the right offensive coordinator, and hopefully, if we do hire the New York Jets quarterback. Coach Rob Calabrese as our next offensive coordinator. He'll work out for UK, and hopefully UK can have another great season. <coughs> Sorry about the cough. No COVID there. But uh, hopefully UK will have another great season. I know they haven't even started spring practices yet because Kentucky still needs to find their guy for an offensive coordinator. And we just got a new offensive line coach in Zach Yenser. So with having a new offensive coordinator or an offensive uh, O-line coach for, I think this is our third one in the past three seasons. I could be wrong about that, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is our third one in the last three seasons because Eric Wofford left and then had the passing of coach John Starman uh, before. So three new O-line coaches in the past three seasons. So we're having an another new O-line coach, and then another new offensive coordinator after we fired Eddie Grant, and then we got, obviously, Liam Cohen. So we're going through a lot of changes within the U.K. program, but that's what you get whenever you get winning ways again. I mean, Kentucky, they finished 10-3 and three the past uh, out of the three seasons. They've, they've gone 10-3 and three, two out of the three past seasons, which is insane. And if Kentucky keeps doing that, other teams – uh, NFL or college-wise, they will start trying to take your uh, your coordinators, your coaches, and that's what has happened. I mean, 
We've lost a lot over the past few years, but that's what you get whenever you're building a great UK football program. And I believe we'll continue to build upon this and hopefully we'll be able to go to the SEC championship soon in a couple of years, maybe this year, maybe in two or three years, but hopefully soon. And then the last thing I'm going to bring up about today is uh, Drake Jackson has apparently been hired as a graduate assistant uh, whenever Eric Walford left, uh, the O-line coach for UK, whenever he left to go to Alabama, uh, they took the grad- graduate assistant with him as well. So whenever we hire Zach Inser, uh, Drake Jackson is going to replace the graduate assistant that was with Eric Walford. So that's great news for the UK program. Drake Jackson was always a great center for uh, UK, and I really loved his talent. The big blue wall, as you all know, and I'm just ready to see what happens with UK football within, within the next two or three years. Like I said, I think they'll be on the rise. I think we have a chance to compete in the SEC championship game and maybe even in the college football playoffs. That would be great. But that's all I have to really talk about today in today's podcast. I just, like I said, summarize yesterday's game between Kentucky and LSU and then also with UK football talking about Liam Cohen leaving and looking for our new offensive coordinator. And we'll see who we hire next. I'll keep you all updated with that. And congratulations to Oslo Drake Jackson for uh, accepting a graduate assistant program. And can't forget, thank you, Bryce Hopkins, for a huge game yesterday. But I think I'm going to wrap up my podcast right now. I thank you. I'm thankful for you all watching this. And we'll see you all next time.